Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Slayer Talk. My name is Mark. With me as always is my fiance for now, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It has been a good week here. It's January 26th, 1997, I almost said. 1999. He's so excited about the wedding, he can't uh, keep the years straight. 1999, and... We are talking about Slayers and talks. We are. We're talking Slayers. It's the Zeppo. What do you think of this t- episode titled The Zeppo? It's weird and I don't get it. I believe it's a reference to the Marx Brothers. Okay. <laughs> which is, I'm not 100% sure because it's not Zippo, the lighter, which like I thought she said at first, but I'm pretty sure it's a Marx Brothers reference. Which is really weird for your teenage audience mm-hmm. uh, to make a a reference to a comedy troupe of brothers that were popular in your father's time, Joss Whedon. Right. Uh, if, if you hear oh, that, special, that's, uh, yeah, that's our guest star here. We have a special guest, our new dog, <laughs> Gabe. His, his name is Gabe, and he's a rescue dog, and he's got a little kennel cough. Yeah, and he's got some separation anxiety. Uh, yeah. from uh, probably being abandoned or whatever. So he's he can't be by himself right now. He needs to be with us. So he's sitting in a chair yep. between us, being petted. <laughs> so if Carol's distracted throughout the episode, it's because of Gabe. Well, I'm not distracted. I can pet and talk at the same time. But he's already let me know I can't stop petting. We have many, we've had many conversations where you've been petting and talking. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Uh, Zeppo was one of the Marx Brothers. The silent Marx Brother. He didn't say anything. Hmm. There was Groucho, Harpo, Zeppo, others, other Hungarian names. <laughs> uh, Groucho was obviously the most popular or the most famous one. Okay. He was like the leader, you know. You know Groucho Marx. Yeah, so, I've heard uh, of Groucho. You're right. And I haven't the, heard of Zeppo. Say so. the secret word. Win $100. You know, that, that guy. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Um, I believe that's what the reference is. And who's the Zeppo? It's uh, Xander, apparently. Xander is uh, the, this whole episode, everyone's telling him, Xander, maybe fuck off. Like, you know, Willow is uh, a witch now, I guess. Like, yeah, Willow has Willow has some kind of powers. Uh, Buffy's obviously the Slayer. There's Faith, who's also a Slayer. And then there's Giles who I guess, even though he's a mortal human being like everyone else with no powers, because he knows a lot about this stuff. Yeah. And also he was a a tough youth. And he was the Watcher. I mean, the, wa- and, the Watcher's and, something. And he fucked uh, Buffy's mom. <laughs> um, it's quite the resume. But anyway, yeah, I, one thing I didn't... I liked this episode in general. One thing I didn't like about this episode, though, is... I don't know if they're just putting on hold the fact that Giles isn't the Watcher anymore, but nothing is different. But they said he's not. Like, they brought that up. Yes, they they make that reference a couple times of, like, I'm not your Watcher anymore, Buffy, or or whatever. And um, I'm sorry, I can't be a Watcher anymore, Buffy. The council ignored his calls when he was trying to tell them, you know. uh, But other than those couple lines, nothing else is different. He he helps them research the evil. He has all the books. He he performs every function that he does 
as a watcher, yeah. and he helps them fight it like he usually does. You know what's different? Mm. His paycheck. I guess. Because now he's just a librarian instead of the librarian and the watcher. So Do he's probably the only getting like half a paycheck or something. Wow. They, they must pay the watchers, I guess. I didn't, I didn't even thought about that. Well, I mean, I assume so. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's just volunteering, in which case, how do you get fired from a volunteer job? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. But um, <laughs> so that that kind of bothered me. It's mm. like, there's no, where's the new watcher? There should be, a, they should have assigned a new watcher to Buffy and Faith, and the new watcher should be there. There's no, there's no conflict with, with that. We don't see the, any consequences of that decision. That was like a bombshell decision mm-hmm. in the last episode, a cliffhangery type thing, and we don't see any consequences of it. Now, if they completely ignore it, and he's just like, every episode he's just like, but I'm not your watch anymore, Buffy. But let's do everything as normal. Uh, and that's the only thing that's different. I'm going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. But if they if, it, if it's just on hold while they hire another actor or whatever to be a new watcher, and then there's conflict between Rupert and the, uh, and the new watcher, then I guess that's fine. I guess it's fine that they're taking an episode off from the, that storyline. Because they want to focus on Xander. I mean, I'm sure it would take them a while to replace a Watcher. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, yeah, that, that, that kind of bothered me, that we, we don't get any resolution to that. But, like I said, I'm, I'm assuming it's coming. But we take a, we take a day off to, to go on the adventures of Xander, Zeppo. Yeah, the whole episode is pretty much Xander's point of view. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's, and it's uh, Cordelia... Acting a lot like she wants Xander back, in my opinion. She definitely wants his attention. Yes. I don't, I mean, like, I think she enjoyed that he regretted what happened and was always, like, kind of, like, placating to her and, like, you know, yeah, she's not wanting him to be done with that. But she went from, she went from completely ignoring him. Leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Stop talking. I'm going to ignore you in the hallways. She went from that to... Coming up to him at every chance she gets to say, like, oh, you're a fucking loser, I guess, huh? You, you don't have cool. You're not a cool guy. Yeah. So yeah. that's a sign of, like, she's still interested in him. Because she's pouring a lot of energy into him. I don't think she has much to pour her energy into now, unfortunately, because she used to be popular. She's not popular anymore. She used to have him as a boyfriend. Now she's single. She used to spend her time with the Scooby gang. She's not doing that. So I don't think she's a cheerleader or anything anymore either. It's like. Right. She does reference uh, the Scooby gang, though, a few different times. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so this episode, as we said, is focused on um, on. Xander, who is I, like he's feeling bad about himself. We we open where they're like they're attacking and fighting like these demon looking things, demon vampire like hybrid type things, and they've killed them. And Xander's like crawling out of rubble or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're all like Xander, maybe you shouldn't have jumped into the fray or whatever. And he's like, hey, I played a valuable role. Like I distracted that one. Because it was pummeling me. <laughs> They're like, you should be action adjacent. I liked that line. Yeah. But I do think they're trying to coddle him a little too much, don't you? Like, everybody else is just so great. Willow can't get killed. 
Like, right, yeah. I mean, it's weird. Yeah, Giles and Willow are both not tough, so... Yeah, and like I said, Giles is just because he has some knowledge and stuff like that, He and he was a 50s greaser or whatever in England, uh, which, you know, 50s greasers in England were existed in the 70s. <laughs> England's 20 years behind us. Okay. Um, so Happy Days was super popular there, uh, because it's a 70s show about 50s. <laughs> but anyway, so... I don't understand why they're so much better than Xander. Yeah, agreed. And Xander handles the dialogue better than most of the people do. (laughs) Yes, he adds the much-needed sarcastic quips. But it's funny because he's got his own issues going on this whole episode, and then in the background, there's like a regular Buffy episode going on. I do like that dynamic of Xander's got his own shit going on, and then... We just cut to, like, there was one particularly which was just great where there, like, Xander's got, we'll, and we'll get into Xander's storyline, but Xander's got his own shit going on. And then they cut to Buffy and Angel, and <laughs> Angel's like, I'll just deal with it myself. And she's like, I can't lose you again. And it's like, it's so, like, we have no context for anything they're talking about. And it's so. Like, overly dramatic. Yeah, very intense. For no reason, because we just cut from, like, a lighthearted thing to this conversation. It's such a rapid tonal shift. So it was it was very funny. Yeah. That was, I think, my favorite part of this whole episode. It was just all this shit going on in the background. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's... And it's nice to get the perspective of an outsider. Mm-hmm. It would be really interesting to do an episode... From a complete outsider's point of view. Hmm. Just like a random student. Yeah. <laughs> and just like all this stuff's going like, and like, they just kind of like see things and the, like, you know, like to just do like a Dawson's Creek episode, honestly. <laughs> In uh, the Hellmouth. Yeah. Where it's like, it's some, we, we, somebody we've never met, but like there's a guy and he's having problems with his girlfriend or something like that. There's nothing supernatural about it at all. It's just com- a completely different kind of episode. But in the background, he keeps seeing these weird things, and he's like, they're "Like someone's like, why is like you know Buffy always like whatever?" And I'm like, I don't know. It's so weird. And then the <laughs> girlfriend's like, "But you know the you but you cheated on me." And it's like, "No, I didn't." You know, she's lying or. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think like- that would be awesome. I think that's, honestly, that's like a regular Buffy episode, though. We've got a lot of that drama, that teenage drama going on. We do have a lot of teenage drama going on. I'm just saying I think it would be funny from a completely, someone that doesn't know anything that's yeah. going on point of view. Agreed. So, for Xander's uh, storyline, mm. he pisses off a, what we're to assume is just a fellow classmate. Yeah, um, yes. Because he's out in the in the field, like begging to be thrown the ball while these guys are tossing the ball around. Yeah, it's it so weird. was really pathetic and sad. He's just been emasculated by in the previous scene by by Buffy and Willow and, and Giles saying, like, you know, why don't you get fucked? You're not, you're not strong enough to, to deal with this or whatever. Mm. And, yeah, like, he's begging them, come on, guys, throw me the ball, throw me the ball. He tries to catch it, he misses. It knocks over some kid's soda. Yeah, kid, though. He's, like, a 30-year-old man. Yeah, some... It was yeah. poor casting. <laughs> Very poor casting. Some uh, some gentleman that's about to uh, get his first AARP uh, right. <laughs> who's a high school senior, apparently. But yeah, he's like very pissed and threatening him and everything. And Xander kind of backs down. As he does. And then the guy, like he's like, I'm going to get my buddies. 
we're going to beat the shit out of you. And I'm thinking, like, what a pathetic loser. You need all yeah. your buddies to beat Xander. It makes sense later. But uh, then Cordelia comes up to him, and she's like, oh, my God, so pathetic. Yeah. You suck. And he's like, why can I face down demons and vampires and stuff, but I'm still afraid of bullies at school? It's and, a good question. And she's like, because, uh, you know, those... those those va- vampires and demons and stuff don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. Yeah, she said the difference between the bully and the demons is that the bully actually paid attention to you and yeah. knew you were there. The bully knew you existed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is harsh. She's very... She is as cutting as Abby is on uh, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. In a, less, in a less obvious way. Yeah, she's being really mean to him. But, you know, he did cheat on her. Yeah. He kissed Willow. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, I still hate that storyline. I don't know why they did that. Yeah. Because her and Xander are back together. And, and uh, or not Xander, her and Oz. Oz are back together. And Oz and Xander have a have a have just a normal conversation. Because she's like, you're not cool. You're the Zeppo or whatever. You you don't talk. You're the, or no, Harper didn't talk. Yeah, Zeppo was just the, Harper was the silent one. Sorry, everyone. You can you can throw away your letters now. Burn your letters. All the all the people in our audience that are Marx Brothers uh, enthusiasts that were like, Harpo's the one that didn't talk. You fucking moron. Uh, Is Ze- Zeppo a dork? I guess I don't. I don't know a lot of it. I know you think that I'm ancient or whatever, you but are. I, I've seen what? Uh, not what's my line? I've seen the Secret Word Game. Uh, what the fuck was that game show that he he hosted? No idea. Anyway. Uh, I've seen that with the duck and the, you know, everything. But I've seen the Groucho Marx thing. And I've seen a few of his, like, I've, I think I've seen Duck Soup and uh, whatever, something Feathers, uh, a couple of Marx Brothers movies. But I don't I don't remember or know a lot about the different dynamics of the Marx Brothers. Okay. But anyway, so um, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, Zeppo's whatever. The he's not the silent one. He's uh, just a dork, I guess. But where was I going with this? I don't know. Later in the episode, though, uh, Xander runs into the bully again. Yeah, I know. But I had something I wanted to say. Oh, I don't We're know. Moving on. Um, fuck, my concentration was completely broken. Yeah, I got off on a, a Zeppo rant. It's my fault. I asked a question. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Um, well, you were talking about the different ones. You were saying Harpo was the silent one. He's not, not- Zeppo. He's not cool. That's what it is. The conversation between him and Oz. Mm-hmm. He's he's like Cordelia's like you're not cool. So he has this conversation with Oz like he didn't cheat on uh yeah. like his, like whatever like they're just friends and stuff. And he's like, "Oz, you're cool. How come you can be so cool or whatever?" And he's like, "I don't know." And uh he's like, "Well, you're in a band." He's like, "Kind of." And they're like, uh, "Maybe maybe it's cuz you're in a band. That's like a uh, cool catnip or something like that." He's like, is it hard to play guitar? He goes, not the way I do it. And it's just like <laughs> everything that he says is like very short and like, I guess we're supposed to think, oh, he's really cool. Right. Yeah, he's act- acting like the cool guy nonchalant. I don't care about anything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Xander is tri- Xander is the definition of a try too hard. Mm-hmm. He's Then that's not cool. Yeah. Trying too hard is not cool. I guess cool is just being yourself and, and just very easy kind of thing or completely cultivating a personality like Dean Martin. Did. <laughs> okay, so um later in the episode yeah, are we can, able yeah, to do no, that no, now? No, no, yeah, you can, yeah, you can go later. <laughs> so go later if you want to. Xander 
runs into the bully, literally, with his car. Uh, well, okay, so <laughs> oh, wait, first, let's before talk about we the go car. later in the yeah. episode, then we got to yeah. talk about the car. Yeah, so he acts like a 30-year-old man who's having a midlife crisis Seriously. and goes out and buys a cool car to make himself feel better about it. I love that uh, that he, he pulls up uh, in this car, and it's a powder blue... 1957 uh, Bel Air. <laughs> and it's a very nice looking car. And uh, Buffy says something like, is this a like a penis metaphor? Or something <laughs> like Which is hilarious. Or no, I think Cordelia says that actually. Yeah. But um, she's like, yeah, my, uh, my uncle uh, got too many DUIs or something like that. So now uh, he's letting me rent the car from him. And he's like, uh, so this this will be my cool personality. I'm car guy. (laughs) I'm just the car guy now. But he's not even a car guy, which is what makes it sad. He doesn't know anything about cars. I'm not a car guy either. Right. But yeah, I mean, I don't think if I just had a cool car, people would be like, oh, it's the car guy. (laughs) Yeah. And you, you can't buy a personality, man. So Cordelia, yeah, I mean, just ask Tom Cruise. So <laughs> Cordelia, no, don't sue us. Um, Cordelia comes up and she's, you know, busting his balls again. And then this lady comes out of nowhere and is like, oh, my God, a 1957 with the with a dual barrel carb. And the, she's uh, Marissa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny is what she is. But I mean, not really. No, but that's what she's acting. She knows. Everything about cars. Mm-hmm. There is. She's a car girl. Th- yeah. There's to me. There is nothing. I. That's bold. I guess I shouldn't say nothing. There are a few things more insufferable to me than car girl and car guy. <laughs> like either one. They're just talking about their cars all the time. But I mean, like what you like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I-, I think the lesson is everyone's a dork for something. Sure. You know, people make fun of people for. Liking comic books or stuff like that. Oh, you're into Dungeons and Dragons. You're a fucking dork. Everyone's a dork for something. That is true. If you're a sports guy, guess what? You're a dork for sports. But for some reason, sports is considered cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think... I think everyone should realize that it doesn't matter what you're into. Everyone is a dork for something. So it's all the same. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, the um, they can be really insufferable. And she is. Very insufferable. Yes. She's like, come on, let's go on a date. Drive, drive me in your car. Yeah, and she's talking about like her the guys she dated before. She's like, Mike with the Corvette, not Mike with the Roadster. Like, yeah, and she like it's and a lot of times she's like, or the guy with uh, the, the Firebird, or whatever. like if they don't, she doesn't even care who they are. No. It's just their cars. Yeah, and so like he's bored by her, even though she's pretty and interested in him. She's a car slut. Yeah. But not for sex, just for riding in cars. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so he's, and he, you can tell he's bored as fuck on the states. And then he, then he runs, runs into, into uh, all the, yeah, he runs into Literally. Yeah, he hits him with his new car. Not not his body. He hits the car he's in. Yeah. So he gets out and he goes walking over and the guy gets out of the car. He's like, oh shit, it's him again. And he's and like, I'm going to fucking end you. He pulls out a gigantic knife. Yeah, you know the knife from uh, Crocodile Dundee? Right? It's bigger than that knife. Deandra's like, are we sure that's not a sword? Like, right. <laughs> There were some very funny lines. It, this is a really funny episode because Xander's a funny character. But yeah, he's like, uh, her name's Katie, the knife. And he's like, you know what the difference between you and me, Xander, is? He's like, I'm thinking Katie. <laughs> And like 
that girl, the girl that he's supposed to be dating, is just kind of standing there or whatever. And uh, so he's threatening him with his life. I'm gonna fucking gut you or whatever. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, is this a Stephen King movie? What the fuck? How many, <laughs> how many high school kids are just going around brandishing knives, right? Like that are literally gonna kill someone with them. Uh, and then this cop shows up, and he's like, "What's uh, what's going on here, Xander? Is he beating the shit out of you?" And the guy's like, I'm, we're just wrestling. And he's like, what do, you, what do you say? And he's like, no, nah, we're just wrestling. We're just blowing, blowing off some steam. Which, like, why? Why would you protect this guy? I don't know. Like, that was your opportunity to be like, no, this crazy guy has a giant knife. He's going to kill me. Right. And then the police would take him away and you would be safe. Maybe. I mean, it turns out probably not, but. You don't think the police would have taken him away? The police would have taken him away. But, like, what, what were they going to do? Put him in a jail cell. I guess. We'd, we'd, you know, well, I, I don't think it would have worked out that way. But so what do you think he would have done? I think he would have killed the cop. Uh-huh. I think he would just would have run on a murder spree. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But anyway, so the cop leaves and he's like, Xander, that was fucking cool. You did, you could have narked him. You didn't. I think you're the best and your girl is whatever. Nice, too. Why don't we why don't we go? Uh, let's take your car and go someplace and. He's like, what about your car and insurance and stuff? He's like, that's not my car. I don't care. <laughs> he was stealing the car. Right. So, yeah. So, they go riding around. He's like, let's go get my buddies. And the girl leaves because the girl's like, I've had enough of this. I don't want any of this stuff. So, guess where his buddies are? Yeah. The cemetery. I was going to say, there are, there's a few different sets in this uh, show. So, guess which one? <laughs> they're not at the library. Right. So, they're at the cemetery. So, yeah, so he's raising them from the dead. They're zombies. It's a zombie episode. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And, and he's like, sorry, like, he raises one guy from the dead. The guy from on 90, that was on 90210, uh, I think he wanted to date Kelly or something like that, with the, the blonde flat top guy, that big guy. He's one of them. Uh, in Yeah, pretty sure. In terrible zombie makeup. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my gosh, how long have I been gone? He's like, two weeks or whatever. He's like, oh, my God, two weeks? And no, eight months. Eight months. Yeah, and he's, he looks like it. And he's... <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you have not been moisturizing. You did not look good. Uh, but he's like, yeah, sorry, I, I needed the moon to align or whatever. How does everybody fucking know how to raise the dead? Well, I have a question because... I have two questions. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Well... I don't want to, like, spoil the... No, go ahead. Give, okay. Your spoil question it. is going to be one of my questions. Go ahead. Okay. So it turns out that this guy is also a zombie. Yeah, because because he, like, he raises up his, his shirt, and it's, he's filled with bullet holes. Right. And he's like, drive by. My first question is, what the fuck is going on in Sunnydale? <laughs> is there, like, also gang activity? And include, like... Why are there drive-bys? Yeah. This is the worst fucking place to live. It is the worst place to live. What do you think, like, I know properties in California are high anyway. What do you think the property values are in Sunnydale? Like, you could get a four-bedroom house, I think, for 50 bucks. Right? No, he's talking about his grandpappy. That's what he calls him, right? Peppy? Yeah. Um, How he raised him from the dead. But he oh. raised him from the dead after only two weeks. So that's why he looks more normal. But, like, if we're waiting for oh, everything yeah. to align, it seems like eight months is a long-ass time. My question was going to be, what, how, who raised him from the dead? His grandpappy. But I forgot that. So you answered my other question. But, yeah, I guess that's true. So it's like, he was killed fairly recently. 
So what the grandpappy like caught the moon and then like yeah. and then he had to wait eight months for another for another moon to try? I guess. <laughs> so he ridiculous. He, yeah. He pulls these three guys up out of their graves yeah. and they're all like Man, dude, like those kind of guys. Yeah, no, Reeves kind of guys. Yeah, he doesn't, and he doesn't want to get revenge on whoever drive by shot him. No, he doesn't care. No, they just want to party. They, they just, just want to have fun. They just want to sow chaos. So, what is it that they go do? I know they're doing like crime, but I don't. They oh, I a, remember. They rob a thing. Man. Yeah, they're, they're talking about they want to go bake a cake, mm-hmm. which, like, you should know, they don't really mean bake a cake. Like, yeah, these guys have just been brought back from the dead. And, I'm pretty sure the culinary arts is not their passion. Right? And they break into a hardware store. Yeah. And Xander takes that opportunity to run away, um, at which point, like, okay, they're going in the hardware store. Big sign something else is going on. Sure. But they start chasing after him and start threatening to kill him because they want him to be with one of them now. Uh-huh. So that's fucked up. Like, yeah, because that, that's when we get the reveal, because he's like... Oh, you should be in the gang, Xander. And he's like, yeah, I'd love to be in your gang. And I'm like, what do I have to do? We have to kill you. (laughs) And then what? Wait eight more months to raise him from the dead? Yeah. I guess so. Like, what the fuck? Although maybe if they killed him that night, they could bring him back that night because the moon's still alive. I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of loopholes to the zombie group. (laughs) There is. But it turns out that the cake they're baking is, you know, yellow uranium cake, right? That's what that means? Yellow cake uranium. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're making bombs. God, it's the most delicious sounding radioactive material. <laughs> and they put the bomb, guess where? The high school. Because that's yeah. what makes sense. Because that's the place that you'd want to blow up. And they're, I mean, they're, they're essentially making an atomic bomb. <laughs> where did they get access to yellow cake uranium? The hardware store. Weren't you paying attention? There's that yellow cake uranium just in a regular <laughs> hardware store. I know. It's such a highly regulated thing. I mean... Okay, maybe that's not yellow cake uranium, but then why'd they say so they wanted delicious. to bake a cake? I don't know. I think they probably did it with fertilizer and stuff. Like, that's more easy yeah. way to do it. Timothy McVeigh style. Timothy McVeigh? The Oklahoma City bomber. Uh, you know. I don't. You know what I was wondering, Terry though? Nichols, yeah. What? The bomb had a timer on it. It did. All bombs have timers on them. Well, mostly, yeah. So, when, like, people are making bombs, they also have to somehow construct and attach a timer <laughs> that just seems really complicated. I'm pretty sure they just buy a time. <laughs> it's like, it's just a component of a bomb. <laughs> Somebody else made it. Okay. And like, how do you, how do you make it so that the bomb goes off at the same time as the timer goes down? I don't know exactly how all bombs work, but I think in general, they use plastic explosives, plastique, which is like mm-hmm. uh I think I think it's nitroglycerin filled or whatever, so it's that's highly explosive and volatile. And I think, and you know, late fee nineteen ninety four at aol.com, If you're a if bomb you, maker, if you bought the anarchist, anarchist cookbook, cookbook, yes, and figured all this <laughs> shit out or whatever, you know how to make, make napalm. But um, anyway, so uh, basically, the timer what it does because they always have those wires going there, you mm-hmm. know, the timer. Uh, creates a spark. So when it gets to zero, a little electricity goes through there, creates a spark, and that spark starts the chemical reaction, which causes the explosion. Interesting. That's, I think, in general how it works. 
So I had an issue with this bomb too. Yeah. When we get to the bomb, it part. looks too Hollywoody. Well, it does, but also like it's ticking. And it's ticking per second. And there's a corresponding timer counting down the seconds. Uh-huh. And there are way too many ticks when we're not looking yes. at the fucking thing. Yes. Like, I was counting, and we got to zero a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Yes. They do that all the time. I noticed that, too. <laughs> I wasn't counting the ticks like you were. I I wasn't uh, in the corner of the room like Howard Hughes storing your urine in a jar, <laughs> counting all the ticks that we were hearing. <laughs> But, but I did I, I I did notice that it was like ten seconds and then we go back and it's like oh eight seconds and it's like fifteen fucking things. Right. Just right. It's crazy. Oh, but something very important happens in between. Mm-hmm. Um somehow him and Faith end up fighting a oh monster together. That's I forgot about that. Yeah. Like yes. how did I don't even remember where that fits in, but him like, and Faith get he, together. He basically just like he basically just ran into Faith mm-hmm. while she was fighting. While while part of the storyline that's, yeah, going, that's on going, the going on the background, is going on. and she's like, "Oh my god," or whatever. I'm so unsatisfied, or whatever, because like I didn't, like, she didn't kill it. I didn't get to kill it, or whatever. And she looks at him and like like he's a like tasty snack. <laughs> she's like, "I'm I'm all wound up, and I'm just gonna pop and." Are you up for it? And he was hilarious, though, because he's like, oh, I'm up. Right. But I've never been up with people. <laughs> so I guess that's telling us that him and Cordelia never had sex. I yeah. really thought they did. And so did I. It's kind of weird. It's hardcore making out, I guess. Yeah. Se- second base, third I base. Guess. Where'd you get to, Xander? But he ends up losing his virginity to Faith, which is like... Oh, my God. A good job. I mean, like, that's uh, that's amazing. It's a high standard. <laughs> Is any sex ever going to be good for him? After I don't. That? Yeah, who knows? Because I mean, she's not just beautiful; she's a slayer, so she's got to be like flexible. Yeah, and, like yeah, yeah, all the stuff. But then you know, it's kind of wasted on a virgin because you know he only lasted like two seconds. Well, yeah, I don't know. She seemed satisfied though. Well, she was ready to pop. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. <laughs> it didn't take a lot, exactly. Ah, uh, but yeah. So, and then she kind of just kicks him out. Yeah. Literally, without even his clothes on. She just balls up his clothes and shoves him out the See door. See you later. Got a shower, bye. Thanks for the dick. Weird. But anyways, yeah, so he has sex with Faith, and then he, basically he's like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to stop this bomb plot. And he, he goes up to Buffy, and that's when he interrupts the fucking love scene between Buffy and Angel. Like, I don't want to lose you again and everything. <laughs> it's so funny. And, like, he's like, in the corner they look and he's just like yeah i'm interrupting something <laughs> so then he tries to go to giles and giles is talking with willow or whatever it's like we have to make a pentagram and like you know yeah it's all very intense like they're very they're very focused well because the, the hell lighting mouth, changes we, we, like everything changes we do know that like the plot going on in the background is that the Hellmouth is supposed to be opening which is going to bring like destruction to the whole earth it's like the end of the world yeah it's a very serious plot that's just going on in the background so they're trying to stop the apocalypse while xander's dealing with zombies and losing his virginity to faith yeah it's like an it's like a end of the season kind of episode but we don't see any of it which just makes it even funnier uh and then it turns out that like 
the monster they're fighting is looks like a giant ant or whatever, like a many-headed ant. An ant. The face looked like an ant to me, like an ant's face, uh, like a giant ant face. I just, but there was it, like eight heads or something. It seemed like tentacles. Yeah. And and uh, and Rupert's like, uh, it's oh my god, it's grown. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And then later they're talking about how they saw its face. Yeah, its yeah. true face. Yeah. Yeah. Willow's like, I'll never forget its face. Well, it's a real face. <laughs> like, it's just going to haunt her nightmares. At the end of the episode, Giles is, like, black and blue around his eye. And uh, uh, Buffy, like, like grabs his hand. And she's like, uh, I can't believe, uh, you know, what, what you did, though. Like, uh, that was the bravest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, it's one of the day's work. You know? <laughs> like, it's it so was so funny. funny. I loved this episode. But um, so Xander tracks down the gang because he's like, I have to stop this. They they put a bomb in the school or they put a bomb somewhere. I got to stop them. And um, he like he drives by and they're like, hey, it's our wheels. And then he grabs one of the zombies and he's like, oh, this is- he's driving away as he's holding him out the, the door. And he's like, where's the bomb? And he's like, oh, my God, this hurts so much. Where is it? It's at the school. We're in the school. It's in the boiler room. He's like, okay, and now this part's really important. You better not fucking lie to me. You ready? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, how do you disarm it? And then bang. He (laughs) He decapitates. He hits a fucking like mailbox. And his head comes off. And Xander's like, I guess I could have cut out that middle part. (laughs) It was awesome. So then... He goes to the school. The the uh, the Hellmouth stuff's all happening in the school too. So they're all kind of they're in different rooms, but they keep passing each other. Um, he gets down to the boiler room and stuff, and uh, there's these like there's a cult of like zombie like people or whatever, not zombie like people, uh, demon like people that are trying to resurrect this mm-hmm. demon. They're trying to open the Hellmouth. So like Buffy and them are trying to stop them as well, but and they're also running around the school. And he, um, Xander gets to the school and he's like, he, the guy from nine hundred two one zero, the big guy, he like uh, throws a um, vending machine on him and crushes him. So he's got two of them, two of the four so far. And then the leader guy comes in and he's like, Xander's like, all right, now it's your turn. Let me tell you what's gonna happen. This is gonna be the worst night of your life, or whatever. I mean. Yeah. And the guy just turns around and runs away. <laughs> and Xander's like, "What's talking?" <laughs> it's awesome. So then they get down to the boiler room. Uh, it turns. I like the other guy. Oh, the other guy gets killed by the fucking demons running around. They just like, they're like, uh, he's like, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do." You know, I need some help or whatever. And they come in and you just hear, ah! <laughs> they this guy. It's like, oh, that's good. Um, so then they, they're they in the boiler room and it's counting down. And this whole episode has been like, oh, you're afraid, Xander. You're, you know, fear is what holds you back or whatever. And it's him and the original guy, the drive-by guy. And they're, he's, he's like, no, nope, I'm not letting you out. I'm not letting you out of this basement. He's like, then we'll, we'll both die. And he's like, yeah, I guess we will. And he's like, well, what do I care? I'm already dead. And he's like, yeah. But <clears throat> being dead like you're dead, walking around with your drinking buddies and shit, is a lot different than being blown up dead, swept up by the janitor <laughs> in little pieces. It's like, I don't think you're ready for that. He 
It's like, are you? And he's like, well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out who has more fear. And they just stand there because he knows the guy knows how to disarm it. He mm-hmm. doesn't know how to disarm it. So he just kind of waits there. And they play a game of chicken yeah. until like three seconds. And then the guy pulls the battery or the thing out, the timer out, and, and disarms the bomb. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Xander did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I was really uh, impressed with how composed he was. And Xander's like, all right, I guess it's time to leave or whatever. They just leave the bomb there. A janitor's going to come yeah. down to the boiler room and find that bomb and be like, what the fuck is this? And then they're going to have to like call the bomb squad to come dispose of it. But anyway, so Xander like leaves or whatever, and the guy's like, yeah, just you fucking wait. Xander, look around. You look over your shoulder every day. Like, Xander's already walked away, but he's like muttering to himself, like, look over your shoulder every day. The, when you least expect it, I'm going to get... And then one of those fucking uh, zombie thing or the demon things, runs up and just be, like uh, kills him, like yeah. shreds him up. So he's gone. And then the next day, Xander is walking around with his head high, with the swagger, mm-hmm. and Cordelia tries to insult him, and he just completely blows her off. He ignores her, and he's just cool and calm, and he's not the Zeppo anymore. He has become the Groucho. He's grown big, bushy eyebrows and a, <laughs> and a mustache. So somehow, sex with Faith and uh, killing some zombies. Made a man out of him. Yep, yep. But it would, wouldn't it? I would have to think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that is the episode. Very, very good episode. Yes. If you missed it, oh, sorry for you. Yeah. Try to catch it in the reruns because it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Carol, why don't you tell the people where they can go to have sex with Faith? <laughs> oh, if it were only that easy, uh, <laughs> you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. We'll ask her for you. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Her contact details are not on there, though. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.